We're continuing Parashiot Matot Mas'eh and we continue right after we counted the spoils and we divided the spoils. Now the way the spoils were divided is that half went to the 12,000 men who engaged in the battle and then half went to Bnei Israel. The people who gave the, the <laughs> half that was given to the warriors, one five hundredth of it was taken and given to the Kwanim. And for that, from the half that went to Bnei Israel, one fiftieth was given to the Levim. Exactly. Okay. And then all of a sudden, Pasuk 48, Then all of a sudden, the people who were the, the generals of the army, that were in charge of the army, the, the, uh, the leaders of the thousands and of the hundreds, they came to Moshe, Pasuk 49, And they said, Nobody's missing. We've taken a sum of the men of war that are under our charge, and there's not one man missing from us. So everybody came back alive. Pasuk 50. And we have therefore brought the God's offering, what every man has gotten. It's uh, Ada, what is it? It's Ada. Gold uh, Armlets and bracelets and signet rings and earrings and girdles. Jewelry, only jewelry. Yeah, to make atonement for ourselves. Before God Okay so they say All of us have come back alive And we therefore We, we have brought we, we want to donate This extra thing Besides for what was given To the Kwanim And besides for what was given To the Levim We want to donate more As Kapara For our nobody, lives That nobody passed away Nobody Yeah And Moshe and Elazar They take The gold from them All of it Were vessels it, it, according to the Perusha read, it means usable vessels, meaning vessels that ha- are not broken, that are fully, uh, you know, that are that are uh, um, functioning. Okay, pasuk fifty-two. And then the sum of the gold that they gave was what is it? Sixteen thousand seven hundred and fifty shekel. Yes. Okay. That's a lot. Of, that's what. That's and they took that gold, they took it from these uh, uh, leaders and they put it in the Ohel Moed as a Zikaron. What else do we have as a Zikaron in the Ohel Moed? The Tzinsenet Haman, they had a, a thing of man. And then they had the two broken... Uh, they had the luchot. Two broken luchot were inside. The yeah, they were inside. What what is beferush in the Torah? Uh, the, there was the man, and there was something else. What was it? 
The stick of the coin, no? Yeah, her own staff. Yes, exactly. The one that was blossoming. Yeah. As a remembrance. Wasn't there something else also? I don't think so. So it was just the staff of, of Aharon and the thing of Man. And now we have kind of a third thing. I mean, it's not ex- as explicit, but the donation of the leaders of the tribe this is when wealth. they. This is a lot yeah, of wealth. When they thanked. When they thanked Hashem for <laughs> having mercy on them, having mercy and keeping everybody alive. Okay, it's an interesting episode. Do you have any idea what the episode is trying to show? Uh, I don't know. Gratitude, I, gratitude from. Uh, I mean, I, first of all, from a Peshat perspective, I think it's part of the calculation of everything that because we calculated all of the spoils and we calculated the donation. What they're doing with it's, it's it's showing sure. that besides for what they collected, the spoils. And then donated to the Kohanim and to the Levim. There was something else also that came from the ministers. And that was a separate thing that was given in gratitude for not having any losses in the battle. So I think that's the Peshad. I think it's just included. like It's more of like a historical element to the story. That it's included in what was brought. Um, but why would it be brought in the Mishkan as a Zikaron? Does that mean it's in some way on the same level as the Aharon staff and the... The what man? is Yom Day of remembrance. <laughs> you need to remember that Hashem had. Uh... Oh, it's actually interesting. Yeah, but Yom Azikaron is to remember the fallen. This is remembering that there were no fallen. Also, it was showing that they're very honest. They did not, they were really. Everything was done in a very correct manner. Right. Okay, I mean, I don't know, I don't know the deeper significance of the story, but that's that. Okay, chapter thirty-two. And there was much cattle to the children of Reuven and to the children of God, very, very, very strong. And then they saw the land of Yazer and the land of Gilad, which are lands that are east of the Jordan River. And they see that the place is a place for cattle. It's befitting of cattle. Pasuk 2. Very unusual. This is is very unusual. What, that they want to stay? Yes. Let's see. We'll analyze it. Pasuk 2. And God and Bnei Reuven, they come and they say to Moshe and to Elazar Cohen, and all the leaders of the people saying, Atarot bedivon v'yazer benimra v'cheshbon ve'el ale usvam unvo uv'on. What is that pasuk? What is that? What is that pasuk saying? Saying, Atarot and Dibon and Jazer and Nimra and Cheshbon and Elate and Sibam. And Nebo and Beon, the land that Hashem smoked, smote before the Asimu yeah. So uh, it's an interesting pasuk. That entire pasuk is names of cities yes, they, east of the Jordan River that they, that, that they conquered. So it's a very interesting thing in the halacha. This pasuk is famous because it's the longest pasuk that doesn't have any actual words in it. It's just city names. Atarot v'divon v'yazer v'nimra v'cheshbon v'el ale uzvam unvov on. So then the question becomes. When a person is doing Shnai Mikra Vechat Targum, 
do they read the Targum on a Pasuk that's just names? Because the Targum is going to be the same exact thing as the Pasuk itself. It's a funny, it's a funny problem to have. Right, let's say you, you have to do, do you know what Shnai Mikra is? So there's a mitzvah to read the text of the, of the Torah every week, to read the text twice, and to read the translation in Aramaic once. Oh, so, okay, so now I have to give you the backgrounds, okay? So that's a mitzvah, it's, it's a, not a mitzvah, it's a halakha, not a mitzvah. Uh, it's a halakha, yeah. That a person has to read every week, should read the parasha of the week, one, twice he should read the text And once he should read the The Targum, the translation In Aramaic okay? So when the Gemara is discussing this uh, Halakha The Gemara says What do you do for the Pasuk of Atarot Vedivon Because in this Pasuk If I read the Pasuk twice And then I read the Targum I'm basically reading the Pasuk three times So do I need to read it three times Or can I just read it twice it's a funny. It's a funny thing. I think the answer is you, you read it three times, anyways. But but um, but it's just funny that just the, tar- the safe side. because it's just it's just names of cities. Okay? So the targum is going to be the same exact thing. Well, you something. Yeah. Yeah. What is smote? Smote is to destroy. Yeah. Okay. The land that God smote before the children of Israel is a land that's befitting for cattle of cattle, and we have cattle. Okay. So a couple of things to notice about their initial request. First of all, yep. notice the order of the names. First it says, and there was a lot of cattle to Reuven and to God. And then, after it becomes God and, God and Reuven. So why does it do that? Because... Uh, so one of the perushim I heard is because in the first pasuk, it's going in order of birth. But in the second pasuk, it's going in order of strength. Apparently God was a very, very strong thing. Now, who is missing from this request? How many tribes settled east of the Jordan River from your... Oh, there's a half a tribe of... Menashe. Uh, half a tribe of Menashe. But this Moshe actually put them... Ah, exactly. It's, good. Because, it's very important detail to know. Because wanted to make sure that they don't separate themselves from... All right, so we're going to analyze whenever Moshe actually places them there, we're going to see half half that he adds, he adds half a tribe. But if you look... The original request, which we're reading now, is just Reuven and God. That's them. Reuven and God come alone to request. Yes. Good. Okay, Pasuk 5. Reuven was the first brother, right? Reuven was the oldest, yeah. Wow. Pasuk hey. So they said, if we found favor in your eyes, let this land be given to your servants as an inheritance or as a portion. Do not have us... Go over the Jordan River. Alta avirenu et hayarden. I never realized that they, when they ask this, they say alta avirenu et hayarden. Do not pass us over the yarden. So was the original intention not to join in any of the battles? This is, that's why Moshe gets so upset. Alta avirenu et hayarden. They don't say let us they already want, take they want this to be divided already. They want to separate right. from the, 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 the now obviously obviously what is the concern that we have with this request? What does it remind you of? Forget about unity. I mean, no unity. Forget unity, yeah, but but the other concern is the, the, is the, sen- the, the sin the, of the spies. Yes, the sin of the spies was exactly forty years ago. We had the reason we were in the desert for so long is because some of the the leaders decided to go into Israel and tell everybody that we don't want to go in. Yes. And now all of a sudden two tribes are saying, we don't want to go in, it's better outside. 
which is very bad. Very bad. Because of cattle, not even because of their children. So after he hears them saying, we don't want to go over the Jordan River. So he says to the children of God and to the children of Reuven, Your brethren will go to war and you are going to be sitting here. And why will you sway the hearts of the children of Israel from crossing the land that God has given them, crossing into the land that God has given them? This is exactly what your fathers did when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to see the land. They went to Nachal Eshkol in Israel. And they saw the land, and then they, they caused the, the hearts of Bnei Israel to be swayed, so that they wouldn't come into the land that God has given them. And God got angry on that day, and He swore, saying, That I swear on that, on that day, God swore that, the, that these people will not see the land that I promised Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov. Because they did not uh, go follow on my way. Except for Kaleb and and Yoshua will see it because they went in the way of God. And God got angry at Israel. And he caused them to wander in the desert for 40 years. And until that whole generation uh, expired that was doing bad in the eyes of God. And you've gotten up in, in, in the place of your forefathers who did this exact sin. A culture of sinful people. To add on to the anger of God against Israel. When you go away from him, he will leave them again in the desert. And he will cause this whole nation to be destroyed. So there, and I think Moshe's anger here is justified because of the words Al Ta'avirenu Ta'yarden. Do not let us pass the Jordan River. So, so they are showing weakness. They're, 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 they're going to carry the rest of the tribes are going to be scared to go in also. Sadly. Yeah. Okay, so we'll see uh, what their response is. But on. Oh, we have a little bit of time. Okay, we can we can do a few more pesukim. sixteen. They said, "We will build uh, uh, pens for our sheep and cities for our kids." Yes, the the classic commentaries notice that they put their sheep before the kids, so you can you can realize what their intention was. It was a materialistic concern. They were doing this for materialistic considerations. Okay, so that that becomes obvious in the order with which they, they put the, the importance. Yeah, the importance of their sheep and then their kids. But we will get armed for battle before Bnei Israel until we bring Bnei Israel to their place. Our children in the meantime will be dwelling in fortified cities, fortified cities because of the people who dwell in the land, and meaning to protect themselves from the people who dwell in the land. So we're going to go out to battle while our kids will remain back in the fortified cities. 
We will not return to our homes until the children of Israel they take their portion. For we will not take an inheritance with them after the Jordan and on. For our portion has come to us on the eastern side of the Jordan River. Uh, that, that is our portion. So, so, so they gave up on their share in Israel. Not that they gave up on their share in Israel, but they do show at least that they're going to go and help. that they're going to go out to battle. But yeah, at the beginning, so they approached after the answer. It, it looks like they went and they came back and they make an offer. Am I, am it's I a counter offer. This is, it's so, a, it's so a counter. Initial, so if this is the counter offer, the initial the initial yes. was they don't even want to yes, go in. I right. have a feeling. I'm not sure. That's what it seems like, no? It looks like when you said they approached him and said... When they, when they see how angry he got, they say, okay, let's, we'll, we'll make a counter. Here, yeah, there is a, it's a, it's but, a business here. But why is this acceptable? Because the sin of the original spies was a sin of fear. They were afraid. And that's what God didn't like. Here, yeah, it was not because of their fear. Now, they're proving... Now, they're proving that it's not a matter of fear. It's a matter of materialistic interest. Apparently, it's not as big a problem. They're thinking about their cattle, they're thinking about the land, which is good for their cattle. Yeah, that makes sense. But, they and they're willing to go. Israel and keep that also. They did, what, the eight, 50, eight, nine years that, until they conquered the Israel? Uh, seven years seven to years. conquer. Seven years, they have, they have to leave their family to go and help them uh, to conquer Israel. Yeah. Okay, we'll continue the story, Bezer Hashem, from Shivi'i of Matot on Sunday. Baruch Adonai Lelam. Amen, amen. Amen, amen.